Welcome to the With You Always podcast, brought to you by Sushipay, the online community information platform for disciples. Here we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Trish Irvine from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, shares what God is doing in her life. The readings for today seem to focus on suffering and pain leading to glory. In the first reading, it talks about Paul traveling and preaching and being stoned, believed to be dead and drug outside a city and left there. And then he continues to preach, going to different towns, encouraging disciples, telling them it is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, and then rejoicing over what the Lord has done in the church. And then the gospel is very similar to this upcoming Sunday's gospel, and it's talking about Jesus speaking to his disciples at the Last Supper prior to his agony in the garden and his passion, and talking about how he's leaving them this peace, and that the peace is different than what the world offers, and how Satan is coming, but how the Lord is going to conquer, and that he is going to the Father. And so through this, there's this reality that suffering and struggle gives way to the glory of God. And we see this also in the verse for the Alleluia today, where it says, Christ had to suffer and to rise from the dead and so enter into his glory. And I think it's very easy for us to jump ahead to the rising from the dead and entering into glory and to forget that it's necessary to go through the suffering part first. We all want the fulfillment of what God promises but we don't necessarily want to pick up our cross and follow him. And while the story that I want to share isn't exactly this tremendous cross, uh, last week I was driving home and there was a storm coming and there was a lot of traffic. And in the midst of this, my car turned off when I was idling twice. And initially I was praying and it was like a long prayer, asking the Lord to have my car work and to have all these different things like go well so I could get home without there being any incidents. And eventually it just boiled down to a very, very simple prayer. It wasn't eloquent, but it was effective. And it was just Jesus, please. And I found myself almost without thinking, just praying this the entire drive home. Jesus, please. Jesus, please. Like, Jesus, please just make this car go. Help this not to be a significant financial problem. Help there not to be an accident. Help me not to get stranded in the middle of some busy intersection. Just Jesus, please. And while I don't pray for car problems or pray for difficulties... There was something really beautiful in being able to enter into that moment of, I can't do anything about this. I 
know very little about cars. I don't know what's happening. I know some people I could call, but right now, all I can just say is, Lord, please help in this situation. Please meet me in this need. Please provide. And it's a small sort of suffering. I'm not offering it as anything significant or comparing this to the cross of Christ. But the next day, as I was driving to work and it seemed like perhaps this problem had been fixed, I was very moved by considering people who are driving their vehicles and that this is a persistent worry for them. Their car breaking down on their way to work or picking up their kids or whatever it may be. And whereas for me, it would just be the inconvenience of in, inconvenience of calling my insurance company, getting the car towed, paying for fixing whatever needs to be fixed, but mostly just an inconvenience, not an impossibility. Or that even I could perhaps borrow a vehicle from my parents or that my sister or a friend could drive over and pick me up if need be. And I was just really moved by this thought that some people don't have that assurance of a person they can call who would help or that the problem would just be the inconvenience of bringing their vehicle to a shop rather than the inability to pay for it. And I was really moved to pray for people who have this persistent worry that they're unable to have their needs met, as well as gratitude that that my problem and my suffering was so comparably small. But despite that, that the Lord is able to use this small aspect of suffering and uncertainty to draw me close to him and to remove eloquence and lengthy prayers and just to remind me of the importance of a simple pleading with the Lord, just presenting my ache, my need, and trusting that he can and will do something about it. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for the ways that you offer struggles and suffering and for the ways that you desire to be glorified in the midst of that, the things that you want to resurrect and bring to life. Lord, I ask for the grace that we would be able to see you in the midst of every trial and to continually turn it to you so that you can make yourself manifest in the midst of it. Amen. Hi everyone, my name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini-retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.